Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 81. We got the WWE Fast Lane recap tonight featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcast podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, uh, as well as a bunch of others, Podbean, Pod Republic. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. I don't know the name of it, but wherever you can get your podcast at, whatever platform you prefer, it's probably going to be on there. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, though, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Well, not all of them, at least the ones we know of. Uh, also, ykwrestling.com, you can get you NWO-inspired Young Kings Wrestling, BLM shirts, or tanks like my guy Reek has on. Uh, available in that classic pattern uh, or in the breast cancer pattern. Yeah. Head over to ykwrestling.com. Hit that link that says, what a maneuver. Proceeds from these shirts are deposited into a fund. And that fund is going to go towards uh, legitimate causes benefiting the Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, I'm not going to get too much into this, but uh, did, uh, you guys remember uh, Tamir Rice, the young man, a uh, young boy who 12 years old uh, was killed by police at a playground uh, in Cleveland, I think it was, 2014. Uh, his mother called out the uh, foundation. So kind of saying a lot of the same stuff I've, uh, I've said here on this show. So, you know, one of the premier victims of, uh, of brutality uh, against black people somebody in their family is saying something about it, then you know what I'm talking about is real. Uh, ah, a little deep right there. So you dropped out and stopped listening at that point. I don't care. Uh, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, uh, joined by the Nature Boy, Reek Flair. And uh, of course, we got our resident pay-per-view recap guest host, the HWBIC from the number one wrestling po- from the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Warden, Matt Ritter. Well, on, guys. You are having a hard time with that podcast I am. today. Podcast publishing, blah, 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 blah. I, I feel like we always do when it comes to y'all because it's like, you want to say porncast sometimes. <laughs> it's like yes. podcast on Pornhub. Exactly, like my brain... It's about to say Pornhub while I'm trying to say podcast. Like yeah. podcast on Pornhub is a tongue twister. Right. Well, now that we are officially back on Pornhub and the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, let me give the Young Kings wrestling listeners a little uh, a warning. Following episode of Young Kings Wrestling contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those hosts. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, because definitely uh, anything Matt says on this show has nothing to do with me. <laughs> and I, I can't control it. And if I have to edit around it, I will. But for the most part, I'm going to just leave it in there. So uh, I, I don't you. I don't condone nor do I uh, not affiliate with any comments he may make uh, that do not pertain to wrestling. There is show. one thing that happened on this pay-per-view that takes my three favorite things and combine them all together. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, and can't wait. Uh, 
I, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna make sure to just kind of monitor that conversation a little bit when we get to because I know exactly what she's talking about. Uh, if, <laughs> if you follow us on Twitter, man, join us in the conversation on social media using the hashtag YK Wrestling or hashtag YKW Pod, preferably both because you know. Also, sorry. hashtag free YK wrestling. Free YK wrestling. From the punk asses on Instagram. Mark Zuckerberg counts your days. I don't know. I don't know what what type of uh, ground that I uh, would be able to hold against Mark Zuckerberg, but it is what it is. Um, how y'all doing today, man? We are uh, going to talk about fast lane, but before we get to that. Uh, Aside from the weekly shows, man, any anything new y'all been watching? Anything different uh, in the wrestling field y'all been watching this week? I checked out the uh, meeting Stone Cold Doc. Uh, I've been I've been kind of just combing through what Peacock has to offer now that we've made that move uh, to see what they do have there, what they don't have there. Checking out a couple documentaries, things that maybe the last couple weeks I've kind of let slip by or I've missed. So that's really it for me is just uh, that meeting Stone Cold and some other. Little stuff here is that popped up when I was going through the Peacock uh, catalog. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I need to I need to check out some of the Stone Cold stuff. I don't think I watched anything last week at all. So, yeah. so I'm in a. I went back to 2002. I uh, just passed Unforgiven on the way to No Mercy. So I'm fast approaching. I'm sure it's probably the next episode of Raw or one after the dreaded. Katie Vick angle is coming, oh, Lord. and I don't know that I'm prepared to watch that. <laughs> I really don't. <clears throat> it, it'll it'll probably be fun to just remember it, but yeah, it's, it wasn't good. Because Kane, because Kane just won the IC title, and in the, the main event of the show, so it's like okay, now him and Triple H are gonna face it. No mercy, and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's when stuff starts getting bad on on Monday nights. Yeah, yeah. That's when stuff starts getting pretty bad on Mondays. SmackDown though, SmackDown was killing shit because Eddie and Edge had that 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 hardcore match or that that street. That fight, no DQ. Was. Oh my god. Man. That's when. That's, that's where Edge. Up, that's where Edge messed his neck up. Uh, initially. Yeah. Yeah. That same match. Yeah, that match does not get enough love. That that was absolutely dope. And I, 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 I try to go back and watch that match at least once a year. Speaking of uh, Katie Vick, you got did you guys recently uh, hook up with uh, Katie from Smack Raw? We did. Oh yeah, yeah. She she was on the uh, the Mania episode. Yeah, right. it's uh, yeah, it's coming out. We let's we'll talk about that in a little bit. It's on my notes here, so I'll, I'll, I'll go and cover that. Because uh, I I used to call her Katie Vick on our Halloween episode when she came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh okay. Uh, I did not watch 2002 this week, so I got a I should do that. Because I think the, the draft is coming up in like a week or two. So um, I did watch uh, the NWA pay-per-view today. Well, I caught a little bit of that. It was cool. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Camille had a great match. Uh, speaking of Thunder Rosa, uh, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker this past Wednesday. Man. And... Uh, no excuse. AW has no excuses going forward to why they should not be showcasing their women like this. I think if, if anything, hopefully this is has shown Tony Khan 
that we, we really want to see this now. And, and you put it in the main event, you allow them to go all in like that. Thank you. I want more of it, please. I've, I've been saying, have I not, on multiple occasions throughout the last couple of months, these two things, and you can comb through the library, you can find it, our catalog. I, I've said it on multiple occasions on this show. Number one, strap the rocket to the back of Britt Baker because she is the star, not just a star, the star in AEW's women's division. And I wanted to see Thunder Rosa win that women's tournament because I wanted to see her go ahead and take that belt off of Sheeta. She just had a great run. I'm a fan. But it's Thunder Rosa's time. Both of them together just proved me right on so many levels in this match and then some. Also, I got the Thunder Rosa follow on Twitter, so I'm hyped as shit. So I'll sing her praises all week long. Hey, I think Thunder Rosa might be possibly heading to AEW full-time because she she lost the number one contenders match on the pay-per-view. The Camille? Yeah. So. Okay. And we as might be seeing Camille on AEW, too, because, you know. As someone who's listened to every single episode of Young Kings Wrestling uh, since I started listening, I can confirm that Reek said both of those things on multiple occasions. Yes, sir. He has, indeed. And uh, I've, I've been singing Thunder Rose's praises since before 2020 as well, when I first found out about her. And I was, when we used to watch NWA Power every week and, and life was, you know, it was before coronavirus and everything was just peaceful. We were able to go to WrestleManias and whatnot. Did you, uh, did you get tickets for this year's WrestleMania? We gonna, we gonna see? No. No? I was looking. I was looking, but I'm like, eh. I was, I was looking to, you know, resell them at a higher <laughs> price. But then I was just like, I don't want to go through all the hassle of doing it. But so I decided against it. Would you have gone, Reek? Were you considering it? Oh, man, I was seriously was. I, I was honestly, last year before COVID hit, I was thinking about going down for, for 36. Because I'm like, after after you go once, it's like now you kind of got the bug. But, yeah, but now it's completely different. That's what I'm saying. With COVID, were you yeah. you were still considering going? I, I thought about it. Nah, so I, I, I would have never I, did I, that. So I just looked at the tickets, but I'm like, eh, maybe not. Maybe I'm going to hold off. Speaking of WrestleMania, uh, I, I initially had a rant here, but I really just feel like we don't we don't want to see Terrence Eugene hosting WrestleMania alongside my guy Titus. I think Titus can hold it down his own. He did it last year when he took over for Gronk when Gronk just uh, you know left work early without clocking out. Uh, or you could have had the person that's been having a, a talk show host gimmick since January, who's right there, who has nothing going on heading into WrestleMania, who is perfectly available, and this person better be on standby. Ding dong, hello, Vince McMahon. What are you doing? Uh, bro, the, in, a, in a perfect world, honestly, if you're gonna have two hosts, let alone one, but if you're gonna have two hosts, they need to be Bailey and Billy Kay. And they need to be like feuding over who is the best host of the night through the entire two nights of Mania. See, I, I actually would prefer Bailey as the host and Billy Kay 
trying to submit her resume and become Bailey's friend through the two nights. I'm As per the be, gimmick to, she's been doing. Like you could have Bailey hosting the show and you could have Billy Kay be her Andy Richter. Like it's just right there. But that works. Let's bring back old ass Hulk Hogan for the 50 millionth time. There's no, listen, Hulk Hogan's last match was in 2006. People born in 2006 are 15 years old. It's a lot of 15 year old and under WWE fans. That means there's a large portion of WWE's fan base that's never seen Hulk Hogan wrestle a day in their life. So what reason does he really need to just keep showing up this often? I don't care that he, that, that he built WrestleMania. Like, nobody cares at this point, man. If you're going to keep bringing someone back, bring back fucking Austin, because you know he'll do it. Yeah. And we'd much rather see Austin than fucking Hogan. And, and at least Austin has been a little bit, you know, regretful of his past transgressions, unlike Terrence. So. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I prefer Austin anyway. Austin likes to put other guys over. Hogan, when's the last time he put somebody over? Oh, please. <laughs> Austin put everybody over. Austin loves everybody. You ever watch Broken Skull Sessions? He just loves everybody, and he knows everybody's history. He does his research. Probably don't even do research. He just knows. Hogan, Hogan overshadowed his own daughter in TNA. So you know... There is no talent that's going to get over with him at all. The fact that Hogan refuses to put other people over is why we don't have broken hip sessions with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. No, that was 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what else happened this week, man? Uh, this, this pinnacle stuff on AEW? How y'all feel about that? The, the name, I don't, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I like the group because I mean, you know, uh, obviously you have FTR. Hopefully, this is something that they'll finally get uh, Sean Spears going with. Because my God, I mean, we thought he was getting lost in the shuffle in WWE. Now he's the AEW, and it's like, what the hell happened to him? But I mean, I, I like the group. The name I'm not crazy about. Tully Blanchard cut a, a dope promo. So, I mean, if, if having him with the group is going to help them. So, I, I'm going to reserve my judgment a little bit. To be fair, I feel like, especially when it comes to factions, names are something that have to grow on you. Like, I didn't love the name Undisputed Era when I first heard it. But I didn't like the hurt business. I didn't like the hurt business. Yeah. I, I trashed regularly the name the hurt business on our podcast and i will make no qualms about the fact that i was wrong about that 100 percent, they really turned it around and it grew on me like it's just one of those things that it's got to grow on you i think the pinnacle right now and eh, but in time depending on what they do with the faction it'll grow on me and like you said the members are perfect 100 percent. speaking of the hurt business they they remind me of like a all lives matter hurt business <laughs> <laughs> so i really honestly ftr sean spears telly blanchard i'm here to tell you right now we don't care let me tell you right, let me tell you <laughs> we don't care i i can't 
But, MJF, MJF and Wardlow, two thumbs up. But I, tell just, me that, I can't bring myself to care about the rest of the group being honest. Tell me that they do not look like people that MJF would hang out with. <laughs> they do yeah like that looks like those are mjf's friends like you would see them at a bar drinking hanging out at each other's homes like i feel like mjf would not have any friends at all like who the fuck would be this guy's friend in real life but if he had to have some friends it'd be those it, guys yeah oh yeah i agree i agree uh also uh eric bischoff going into the hall of fame uh, we did not record this past week, so did not get to talk about uh, Molly Holly also finally going into the Hall of Fame. It's about damn time. I've been waiting on that sure. for a very sure. long time. She should have went in there maybe 10 years ago, but better late than never. I love Molly Holly. Probably the, the from everything I hear, probably the nicest woman. What's that, man? I, I know it's his, his job, but I have some breaking news. Oh, uh-oh. As of 10.05 p.m. Central Time, WWE has come to Andrade. terms with the release of Andrade. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I was waiting for, for a confirmation on that because I saw My his deal's tweet. Meal. I saw his tweet that, that like was saying, like, oh, yeah, everything's cool now. From so WWE. I, I, I suspected it, but. I, I thought that tweet meant, like, he was, he was going to NXT or something. Nah, nah. I, I said, because you know something? I actually, I predicted it because. When um, who was it? Kenny retweeted it, Andrade's tweet, and I just said right then and there, I'm like, he gone, he gone. That's it. I didn't know what was happening tonight though. That's crazy. Also, man, y'all, y'all, y'all know I sing Andrade's praises on this show all the time. I, I've said it time and time again. He's probably the best wrestler that was in WWE. He has the best wrestling match in WWE history, in my opinion, against Johnny Gargano at Takeover Philadelphia. I'm just sad to see my guy gone, and they, he, I really thought he was he was next up, man. About the crop. Slight slight speculation on that. Do you think that there is a correlation between them coming to terms with his release, the lack of Charlotte on Monday Night Raw, and then Rhea Ripley being yep. announced for Raw? I was just about to say that because I, I saw it wasn't until I, I saw it in the news. I'm like, why did they take her off of the promotional stuff? For WrestleMania, I'm like, even if she's not in a title match, you know she's gonna be on the card, right? Like, <laughs> but you know, what now with Rhea showing up, I'm like, sure, we'd all prefer a fresher matchup, her and Oscar, but you know, even even if we don't want to see Charlotte in the same position, we don't have to leave her off of WrestleMania. So I got I got a lot of questions about this. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but. I think she might be locked up for a few years anyway, and they they probably they probably would let her go, ever. Never, no deal. But uh, yeah, man, my guy Andrade. That's crazy. Like, how do you how do you let that dude fall through the cracks just because he's not great? Just because he can't speak English. Yeah, right. And and that that that's. See, I'm gonna get into a rant. I'm gonna get into a rant because your biggest issue with him was him not being able to speak proper fucking English. I'm upset. And you, his biggest issue was the language barrier, but you fired his translator. Like I don't under. Mm. Oh, okay. 
Don't forget that they were already. I'm upset. They were breaking up Andrade and Zelina on TV prior to her release. And send Angel Garza back down to NXT too. They, but see, you know what? They could do that. They could pair him. You know, they could have kept him with Angel. Angel's good with his. Um, Charlotte said multiple times that she's pitched angles for them to work together. So it's like, for whatever reason, they didn't want to do that. It's like she had no problem doing it. She she was all for it. They rejected it. Vince, so is very up, Vince is very upset that now that his president is no longer in office, that wall's not going to get finished. <laughs> uh, Eric Bischoff is going into the Hall of Fame. Too. <laughs> so, Molly Holly and Eric Bischoff, man. Shout out to Molly Holly. Uh, like, I, like I was saying before, uh, you know, this breaking news hit, I've uh, heard plenty of stories. She's probably the nicest person in, in wrestling ever. And she sacrificed her own hair just so there could be a women's match at WrestleMania. So good in my hood all day, every day. And uh, my guy, Easy e man, shout out to him too. There's a, there's a video on the YK Wrestling page of uh, everybody at StarCast uh, singing happy birthday to Eric Bischoff. It was his birthday weekend. During I that. actually, I actually did not expect that to happen. Him going, I didn't either. Like, that's. But he's not going in with the NWO. He's going in separately, I, I which like means we get to hear that music. Mm-hmm. I love, I love I'm Eric Bischoff music. Back. And yeah. if you give me like five seconds, I want to play it on a show just for just for a, a, a split second now because it's stuck in my head and now I got to hear it. But I want to share the wealth with our listeners here. This is probably uh, one of the best theme songs of the Ruthless Regression era. Plenty great theme songs during that time. Uh, One of them, uh, which I picked for our theme song Madness Bracket, episode 29, and nobody voted on it. And then Reek want to bring it back up. Oh. (laughs) And say, man, we should have voted on that. Like, yeah, think. That's why, I, that's why I picked it, but you talk, you're talking about you talking about Devon or No Limit Soldier? Devon, No Limit Soldier, too. Yeah, both of them. But but see, I I admit it right here on the air that I that that was a clear fuck up on my end, especially now that I'm watching 2002 over and I'm seeing you no know, Reverend Devon again. I I fucked up. You keep but, letting will, him do will, brackets. Will you admit that you fucked up by not selecting <laughs> Steiner? Man? No, no, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Hell no. I won't do it. Won't How do you it. keep letting him do brackets? Like Eventually. I'm surprised you don't just set this stuff up and not tell Reek, <laughs> and then it just comes out. You get different guests. All right, uh, fucking Randy Orton on NXT, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was about. Uh, yeah, that never happened. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. All right, enough of that. Uh, Eric Bischoff, Hall of Fame. Uh, and also uh, take over stand and deliver. We got some some matches set, man. Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor for the uh, NXT Championship. Probably main eventing one of the nights, night two maybe. Uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly. That's set. Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar. Unification of the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, and that's all I know at the top of my head right now. 
but we will, we'll talk more about that once we get closer to it. Uh, you should have Jan Gonzalez, correct? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. And they, and they and they put in the battery in Zoe Stark. So oh, I, I like that. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. You don't know Zoe Stark uh, wrestled out here in Vegas. I've seen her on multiple occasions. And uh, I've been talking her up for a while now. So it's good to see her getting a lot of, getting this push. Like she getting a, a push for it. So. Yeah, no, like that, that, that's really, I honestly thought she was going to win this week, but it, it, it tells you something that even in a loss, it's like, damn, she looks strong as hell in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And before we get to fast lane, uh, just want to let you guys know, we got a, another bracket this week, Mania Madness. WrestleMania 21, 23, 2000. I watched those this past week, prep for it. So going to be uh, going to be interested in, uh, in what we got going for you. So later on I will this week. say this. Seeing as you refuse to give me spoilers, and I, I obviously have not listened to the episode yet because it has not come out, I will tell you from what I have seen, if you have not listened to a Young Kings wrestling bracket, just to see how – Reek fucks this up. It is worth a listen. It is guaranteed. No spoilers. This one was good. This one was good. I made. I made sure there was no way to screw this up. It was foolproof. I don't know. We'll see. Hey man, fast lane. Like the sixth fast lane, I think. Jesus Christ. Uh, Seven. I don't know. Uh, Think so yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we kicked it off, man. Uh, the warden's favorite wrestler, Rat Riddle, Rat Rat Middle, Rat Riddle. Uh, <laughs> uh versus uh, Mustafa Ali for the U.S. Championship. Uh, did y'all watch this match? I did, uh, kind of. <laughs> that was really dry. I uh. I watched in the hopes that Ali would win. Yeah. I thought uh, he was going to win too. If we include the post-match stuff and ignore the god-awful promo we saw later in the show, I'm going to give basically just for the post-match stuff, this a B plus. Um, Because mm-hmm. this has been a long time coming and finally they pulled the trigger on it and ended something that needed to end a long time ago. So for that alone, it gets a B plus, but that is averaging out the fact that in my eyes, any Matt Riddle match, no matter how fire is an automatic D minus F. So if, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, retribution is finally, finally done. They're finally done. Uh, it's about damn time. It's about damn time. Hopefully, uh, we're going to see some people pop back up in NXT after a, a long break. I don't, I don't know how they would explain it, but yeah, Mia Yim definitely would, would benefit. Uh, if Karrion Cross is going to win the NXT championship, Dominic Dijakovic should be first in line. Come back, get in a revenge smoke. I would like to see it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I listen, I ain't going to lie either. 
I know how a lot of people, you know, including Mr. Mr. Ritter here, feels about Mr. Riddle, but that bro Derek from the middle rope, I like that. And I enjoyed the match. <laughs> you, you checked the match out, Reed? Nah, I didn't catch it. I caught like the tail end of it. So it's like, it was. Right, no grades. All right. What I, what, it was what I expected. So who cares? Yeah. But uh, kicking off the main show uh, for the Women's Tag Team Championships, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, uh, defeating Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks. Uh, I gave this a D because just. Yeah, uh, I'm not even gonna. This was this was gonna be a potential rant, but I decided against it. So, uh, not gonna do it because hopefully, just judging by the post match things, they don't involve side nigga Reggie in this story anymore. Sasha Banks mushes Bianca in the face twice, and then slaps her, and she ate all that slap. Uh, that was badly needed to heat this up a little bit because I was on the verge of not caring, and I think now uh, you don't you don't mush and slap a black woman in the face. Thank you. And think you're getting away with it. And and, and Sasha Banks, I know Sasha Banks is a black woman. She should know better. Shouldn't have did that. Call. Uh, yep. Unquote, bet. <laughs> tweet that Bianca Belair sent out uh, during a pay per view. And for for our listeners that that don't know what bet means, that means like okay, I will see you on Friday. That's what that means. Three p.m. in the parking lot. Not even then. She is gonna wait till work. Like she's gonna wait till you know till this time at work. She's gonna be patient. I was gonna say the Cause, more time one thing that about, goes by, yes, the worse that ass whooping is gonna be. Yeah, so she she gonna be patient. One thing about black women, they know how to be patient. Me and Reek have black mothers. Yes. <laughs> we know very well. <laughs> we know very well. Uh, but yeah, what what y'all think about that one? I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna give it a D. Uh, my only is. I, I'm happy about everything you said in the post-match. The only thing that bothered me was the fact that Bianca just kind of took that slap and just stood there and then pointed at the WrestleMania sign. I, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to I see her like at least point. go after Sasha and watch Sasha run, like something. I, I, I'm going to disagree with that just to kind of based on what we were just saying because, you know, she's going to wait she's gonna let that build up a little bit because it's like i'm gonna see you i ain't gonna whoop your ass right now but i'm gonna see you uh, i just she just can't wait till mania like, now if 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 we get to friday and sasha is punking her out again and she don't do anything then i'm gonna get a little upset okay y'all could need to beat her ass on friday <laughs> I agree. Like, like she could be like, "All right, I ain't gonna get you right now," because like, one is we just had a match. I don't feel like this shit right now. But when I'm in the mood, and we gonna see each other again in a few days, just know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Match wise, I'm giving this a C minus. It like 
for the four of them, this should have been so much better, but I wasn't really invested into it like that anyway. Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not with the whole you just taking the first off the first after the first mush, she should have got at least clocked for that because it's like listen. I'm a grown ass woman. You're a grown ass woman. You're not going to do this. She must her and then she still try to help her win the match after that. that, that that's that. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't, I don't like this, this consistent pattern of like Bianca with this nice shit. Like, I, I don't like it. Cause on Friday, she's sitting there talking about, oh, don't expect me to come out and help you. And I tweeted this. I'm like, and she proceeds to come out and help her. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then you come out here and it's like she, she calling you a rookie. She mushing your face and then she slaps you. Like, no, listen. I understand waiting, but that right there should that should not. I, I will say my main complaint is that we we all saw Bianca in NXT. She wasn't going for that. No, exactly. She in the word this is this is verbatim from Bianca Belair. I'm a whoop that ass. She she lost the match, but she was whooping ass though. That's what I'm saying. I'm like yo. Uh, we, we we knew how she was back then. It's like it was on site. So you just gonna let her walk? And I can so say that's, like, that's all I'm saying. Her... It it needs to be on site on Friday. Right. If yeah. I see you in that ring, I'm coming out there. For whatever reason, they definitely turned the dial down on Bianca's personality a little bit to make her seem okay. nicer. Uh, yeah. I, uh, apparently, which, which, is, which is my which is my problem with how they do black women in mm-hmm. media in general, anyway. But that's that's a you know a whole rant for a whole different type of podcast. I preferred the other Bianca, and to while I agree with you about the bet and the ass whooping on Friday, I also agree with Reek because that's three strikes. Mush one, mush two, slap. That's yeah. three strikes. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this 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 keep side nigga Reggie. Away, far away. Now on, from now on, she, please. She listen. She can stay with Nia and Shayna. Like I like that. That that that's a, a little funny little dynamic. I'm cool with that. But I don't want to see him anywhere near Bianca and Sasha in this title match. They yeah. finally got it to where we need to be. I don't want to see no more nice shit between the two of them. The the shot's been fired. Go away with it now. Yeah. Uh, next up for the Intercontinental Championship, uh, Biggie defeats Apollo Cruz. Uh, this one. Uh, like like retribution, it ain't over. Not by a long shot. Uh, coming up uh, at WrestleMania, we we gonna get some more. But for what what we got, I'm gonna give it a B. Uh, this is a second straight match that was having you no know, mid match shit talking. So I bet Malik enjoyed this pay per view. Got a lot of mid match promos. Uh, you know, and like Rick said, man, Biggie is black serious. He 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 was talking that shit during the match. Uh, it's like, and I, I said it, and he just started embodying it week after week after week, and I fucking love it. And I, I, re- I was of the mindset that Apollo was gonna go over and win the title here, but that's okay. When I see what they did, because now Apollo's gonna have his moment at WrestleMania, and that's well deserved. So I'm all yep. for it. This, this was all the way dope. I'm giving this a B plus easily. Third black wrestler to win a championship at WrestleMania. And when you crown Apollo champion at WrestleMania, that Nigerian royalty promo we are going to get with the gold around his waist. Oh, yo, that that belt on Apollo with the 
with the Nigerian colors and everything is going. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I would love to take a picture of that myself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, B plus as well. The I was with Reek. I kind of thought Apollo was going to go over and we were going to get the rematch at WrestleMania, but I'm good with this leading towards that. I'm still interested in the feud. I also loved all of Big E's shit talking through the first half of that match, just wrecking Apollo and running him down as he did it. It, I kind of wish they had him mic'd up. It, it didn't, but it also kind of reminded me of Booker T commentating his own ass whoopings in TNA. Like I would have loved that. I definitely want to hear more of that from Big E and see more of that going forward. So, for sure, man. Uh, yeah. Next up, we got a look 24 7 segments. Our Truth loses the 24 7 title to Joseph Average, uh, an Old Spice character. <laughs> and uh, he immediately regains it back. And then, like, he steals some deodorant. It was pretty funny. Uh, Next up, uh, Braun Strowman defeated Elias. I will uh, do all of us a favor and not waste any time talking about this. This is going to get an incomplete. (laughs) No point in talking about it. Shane McMahon has a shirt called the Stupid Express. I thought that that got a slight giggle out of me. Uh, I will always pop for Shane McMahon, however, (laughs) all the time. I I, I need to know why this exists at all. But like, Shane, I, was, I, I will admit, I pop for Shane all the time. Shane has been pretty bad during this whole thing, too. I don't think Shane wants to do it, but he's just like, whatever. The thing is, though, it's like, I was okay initially with Braun versus Shane, the idea of it. But then you presented this to me, and I'm like, no. Hell no. If it was, if it was This Shane, whole like, thing is a, a rib on Adam Scher from top to bottom. Be. It's got to be because it's like I could see. I'm not even speculating. It is clear as day. They are ribbing this guy for (laughs) whatever, maybe his political beliefs or whatever the hell uh, things he might believe in. And this is all a rib. And they're including him feuding with the McMahon on top of it. And the McMahon is making him look even dumber. It's just like. I know I said we weren't spending any time on this, but we are. Yeah, I, know, I just I, I just gotta get the start off my chest because it's just it's, it's bugging me. It's like if you had Shane like manipulating Braun and he found out and that that's how you build it. Okay, fine, but this shit is just like it's 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 just te- slime, bro. Green slime from Nickelodeon, and and hey, and I, I, I cannot. I the, the double dare stand in me enjoyed that. Well, yeah, yeah, but I just I, I cannot shake this awful suspicion. That they're gonna do what they did with Miz and Shane's gonna beat Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. I just I got that feeling and I can't shake it and it's probably gonna happen and yeah, I'm just gonna blank that whole section of the show out of my mind. You you know I thrive off of negativity, so I I kind of want to see that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, yeah, A minus. This is what am probably my second favorite match of the night, maybe third. I don't know. I, I enjoyed a lot of matches on this show besides mm-hmm. that first one. Uh Shinsuke is great when he cares, kind of like Randy Orton. Uh speaking of Randy Orton and caring, Randy Orton was on Broken Skull Sessions. I, I caught just a little bit of that before we got on here. Randy Orton said he just started caring about promos last year. Yeah. <laughs> talking to Michael Hayes. <laughs> anyway, oh uh, 
But yeah, that's uh, Seth, Seth definitely was winning this match because uh, he's going to lose at WrestleMania. And uh, hopefully it's the start. Yeah, I, I've changed course. Whatever shit I was talking about in January, I, I've changed course. And I would like to see the rocket strapped to Cesaro's back this summer. See, you see I've, the I've, light, I've bro. come around. I have saw, I, I've, I've seen the light thanks to the Messiah wreak havoc. For the greater good, I am. I, I want to see Cesaro get get his just due. Starting with Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins right. is the perfect person to start it out with. Exactly. What y'all think about this match? Uh, I'm gonna go B plus just because there wasn't a whole lot of build going into it. Like the match itself was fire, but like the reason to be invested in the match wasn't there. Also. Again, that thing I said that we weren't going to talk about with the Skeeter Scooter bullshit and Shinsuke happened like right before this, and that kind of took me out of it. See, that bit. was in my notes, Matt, but just, I was I was being fair to you, and I skipped over it in my notes and went but to if the. We're going to shit on game. him. Like I'm down for shitting on him. I just don't want to say anything nice about him. He's from Vegas, man. I can't do that. <laughs> so uh, that bullshit kind of took me out of it. So I'm giving it a B plus just because lack of build. The match was great, but there wasn't a whole lot storyline wise to get invested in. What about you, Reed? I'm I'm actually gonna flip that. I'm going A minus because there was no build to it, and these guys just went out there and it. it I think they, they had a match at Survivor Series, if I'm not mistaken. They had a uh, I think Shinsuke was the U.S. champion, Seth was the IC champ. I think this this was like on par. I think that the Survivor Series match was a little bit better, but this was definitely on par with it, and it was great. Uh, Definitely the right the right decision. Seth going over, building some more heat for him and Cesaro. So I mean, if if this is the Shinsuke we're gonna get for the rest of the year, then I need to see him in more more intriguing fuse than not just hanging off on the sidelines. Just get this dude in, seriously. Uh, I think the match you were thinking about, nah, I think you might be right. I was thinking when Shinsuke was Intercontinental Champion NXT. Was involved and they had Roger Strong and AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah that that's it. not that's not it. I think it, I think you're right. I think it was a year before that it was Seth and Shinsuke, which is also a good match, but wasn't as good as this one. Wasn't that? Yep, yep, yep. Seth Seth beat Shinsuke then too. So Shinsuke need to get some wins over Seth soon. Yeah, they need a few. Might as well. They ain't doing nothing else. True. Yeah, why not? Yeah, let's move on, man. Uh, yes, uh, I, I've been wanting to talk about this one because I, I really enjoyed this match, man. Uh, no holes barred. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Bumming meat. <laughs> I, I, I'm giving this an A. This, this, they listen. They picked up where they left off on Raw a couple weeks back. Like they didn't miss a beat. Uh, Drew came out here with the Braveheart paint. So, my, we, I think we might need to keep an eye on Drew McIntyre, though. Like, you're coming out here with the Mel Gibson paint. You're a Hulk Hogan fan. <laughs> I'm going to just keep an eye on you, Drew. Might not mean anything, but we're just going to – we watching you, bro. We watching you over here. I would delete every episode. I said something nice about you if I find something. <laughs> uh, they did explosions, right? Yeah. 
unlike some unlike some companies. Uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, but we got more mid-match promos. Uh, Drew gets the win here. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Bobby Lashley in her business in, in a backstage promo at least. So uh, I'm going to need to see Bobby Lashley first thing tomorrow night on Raw or I'm going to start feeling a little uneasy heading into WrestleMania week. I don't blame you for that. I will say Sheamus, again, I'm with you. A, um, I didn't love the uh, stare head bumping shit that we got uh, to finish their last match. Yeah. But uh, this match killed it. And Sheamus even tweeted out, you just got your WrestleMania main event 20 days early with a picture of his back. They killed it. Uh, Shout out to my co-host. Who is now over the last couple weeks kind of backtracking his statements? Uh, Mr. Vince Delgado, tell me this was mid at best, sir. Oh, oh, I was joking about it being mid at best. I was just saying, Seamus, I never was really interested. He's good. That's not what you said, bro. No, oh, no, oh, no. See, I got. Even Roy Jones was forced to lean back. See, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take this. I gotta take this because I'm, I'm. See, this is why I'm glad Matt is here because I, I hope Vince is listening. I hope Vince is listening because I, I gave him, I gave him all the hell for that episode for that blasphemous statement that he wanted to make that day. Talking about he's mid at best. He was giving him matches. All these matches that you should be watching that, oh, it just doesn't do it for me. Oh, he just, he ain't it. He's mid at best. Listen, since you have said those words, Seamus has put on banger after banger after banger. He was this, doing that before. Well, of course. But this this one was imperative. This one had a, some stank on it. I'm telling you, I say it all the time. He heard Vince. Somebody through the grapevine, because you know they tapped in. They, they tapped in right now. They're listening. Mm-hmm. Somebody sent that, the check. that that episode. Uh, yeah, so cut whoever listening. Y'all better cut, start cutting these checks. God damn it. This ain't going to be free no more. Somebody sent a clip of that episode directly to Seamus. Seamus typed it out, printed it, and put it on his wall. Mid at best. It's on his headboard at night every single evening and started coming back now and turned up to 110 banger after banger after banger and tonight was like a culmination he said Vince I hope you watching not Vince backstage no Vince Delgado out there in Chicago I hope you watching because this right here was just mm, that was the shit this was a plus golden a plus the men at best tour continues god damn it my co-host got teabagged by Shamers <laughs> in this match. That's what this was. Um, do you guys see a Where's Waldo penis behind Matt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, what? I was... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel like Reek hasn't noticed that the whole episode. So I'm not going to plug my shit now. I'll plug it at the end of the episode so you guys listen to the entire episode. But I didn't see it till now. If you, are, if you are watching the video version of Young Kings Wrestling and you see that Where's Waldo penis right there, uh, my wife uh, decided to put that up here today. And I have it on good authority that she will be randomly moving it around the backdrop of my area. 
So you can watch our videos on either Pornhub or YouTube when I plug it later and see if you can find Waldo in the backdrop of our podcast when we record. Oh my God. So this, this, this started today. Yes. She came oh. upstairs laughing her ass off. I'm like, what's so funny? She's like, you'll find out. Oh shit. Oh, this, <laughs> this is going to make for See, so now see, see, she's a genius because now smacking it raw is can't miss programming on a weekly fucking basis. I hope y'all are listening. It's can't miss. You have to watch smacking it raw every single week now. Oh man, this shit is going to be good. Hey man, uh, one more thing before we move on. I just want to say I seen somebody <laughs> was saying how uh, you know Seamus saying that Drew McIntyre is, is still in his spotlight, or 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 that Seamus saying that he's in Drew McIntyre's shadow makes no sense because Seamus is more accomplished. What has Seamus really done in the last five six years? Can he he is in Drew's shadow? Because Drew has completely overshadowed everything he's done so far, which is kind of part of the beef right here. Can I have one second with Reek t- to get a little Dragon Ball Z comparison? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Seamus is Vegeta, and Drew McIntyre is Goku. I understand that reference. Vegeta <laughs> was the most powerful. He was the prince. He was on top until he got met by Goku and ever since then all he has been doing is trying to live up to the myth that is Goku yep that and, is what we are seeing yep and and, and per- that's a perfect comparison because I, I I post that's why I tweeted that gif on, on Twitter I'm like Seamus's heel turn was Vegeta going and allowing himself to be controlled by Majin Buu and this whole match was like that fight they had in the Buu saga while Boo was in the cocoon and everything like that. That was that type of fight, and it was fucking beautiful. Like, that was perfect. Yep. Yep, that's all I can say, yep. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, it's probably Matt's favorite match of the night. Uh, Alexa Bliss oh, defeated God. Randy Orton. A plus. Never, never thought I would hear that. Uh, my grade is uh, I'm going to give it a WTF. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you go, Reek. I'll, I'll go last. Let, let me so, go. Let me go first. Let me go first. Go ahead, uh, go <laughs> the Fiend is back. Uh, burnt up to a crisp. Uh, barbecue Bray. Uh, flambe Fiend. Whatever, you, whatever <laughs> way you want to go with it. Uh, this new Fiend mask. A plus. Uh, we got more mid match promos. Uh, we got uh, you know the referee getting the fuck out of there. That was fun. Love the match. A plus. Oh, we got Randy Orton so, swearing at Alexa Bliss. Yo, first, first off, first off, I gotta give this an A plus. Uh, we we it was high suspicion that the Fiend was gonna be back, and of course he did come back fresh out of the oven. On like 425. Um, I, I'll say this too. You know, we we got a, a far away from uh, how TV used to be with, with WWE in terms of like the sexual stuff. But the innuendos are all over the place because you had Randy Orton before the even match starting spitting up some demon seed, and then after Bray comes back, hits him with Sister Abigail, Alexa coming and straddling him and all this different stuff. And, and I, I saw this like two seconds ago. I don't know why Randy's wife keeps tweeting, 
But uh, apparently she had some words for Alexa. I knew that was coming. I I told my wife as soon as I saw that, I'm like, Randy's wife is not going to be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. So so she went and tweeted out. I'm pulling not, the page up right about now. About an hour ago, she said, <laughs> she said, Alexa Bliss, you might have just fucked up, little girl. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, yeah, the innuendos are out there, and I'm, I'm I'm okay with it. It's cool, you know. You got to be paying attention, but uh, yeah, this, this was all they they did it exactly the way they needed to. Uh, not too much, not too little. It, it was it was fine. I'm, I'm I'm cool with it. Matt, a plus. My three favorite things in this world, as far as movies and TV go, uh, horror movies, wrestling and porn they took all three of those things and put them into one segment you had uh the deep fried demon the fiend coming up out of the ground with fire and everything hand shooting up as mr fontaine put it like super, super shredder. shredder from <laughs> teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 secret of the ooze or in my eyes jason Voorhees coming up out of the grave and grabbing randy orton melted looking fantastic like the look was fantastic you had the just supernatural aspect of alexa bliss it was like a mini horror movie with wrestling elements that ended with a cuckold scene where the fiend just watched his girlfriend straddle randy orton into submission for the one two three i could not have asked for anything more matt ritter than that match you see you see look you see the post that ass girls made about it yes oh my god what did i say that was spot on. Oh man, it was like I will pull it up to read it verbatim. Yeah, it's like <laughs> some like a goth goth teen straddles old older guy while boy, um, stalker boyfriend watches. Some some shit like that. Well, we got it a couple. Um, we've got a the end scene with the Pornhub logo at the bottom uh, that they mm-hmm. tweeted out. We also got Alexa hopped on the cock while we watched on the cock. We were on peacock. <laughs> Um, they got Alexa Bliss out here like this is DBZ Fighters. <laughs> that boy got the virus. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. So. Oh man, yeah, they fucking yeah. No, that 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 was that was perfect for all of that shit. It really was. Oh yeah, give me more of that, and and keep using the fiend like this too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have him come I, back for a couple months, disappear honestly, for a few months. Honestly, when when he, he reached up and he the hand when he grabbed Randy, I kind of thought of Jason Takes Manhattan, at like the to, towards the end, mm-hmm. like that that that's why I, like I saw the whole Jason comparison with that one. I am very interested to see how Bray Wyatt is going to be able to work in that kind of makeup and suit through a match going forward and where this is going to go. Like I'm. I was saying, as big of a fan of all of this as I am, they've been dragging this out, and now we got this. He's not. I don't think he's going to wrestle in it. It was worth. It. Well, I got to see how they transform him, where he's going to go, because now this is what we see of the fiend. So, how do we get to a workable version? They're going to the do some more magic and then restore him back to his previous version. Maybe they murder Randy Orton as a sacrifice, and the fiend drains him of his life force to restore his body back to normal. What if? What Something if, like that. What if and, and see see Matt the Laker Riddle, reincarnation still exists? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if and this would be a little bit graphic, 
but Matt would appreciate this one. What if they they give Randy the Leatherface treatment? Like yeah. he just he just just fucking they'd have to do it like cinematic. Like he peels his fucking face off, and now he's wearing it in his matches. <laughs> he just come out with a Randy Orton mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, they 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 made they made the the Uber Randy clone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean, you you could do something. You got you got some stuff you could work with. That's all I'm saying. It's a lot of options, is what yeah. I'm saying. Right. And uh, if you if, cut the if check. WWE, yeah, if you use any of these, cut the check, bits, please. Uh, next up in our main event for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns defeated Daniel Bryan with the special enforcer Edge at ringside, the number one contender for the U.S. Excuse me, the Universal Championship. Uh, I'm gonna give this one an A plus. I, I really. Enjoy this match. Uh, more mid-match promos. So I don't know if Malik saw the show. If he did, it's probably his favorite pay-per-view of all the time. <laughs> uh, this was a, a psychology masterclass on Daniel Bryan's front. Very, very reminiscent of 2018, where that that desperation starts to seep in, and he starts going to certain lengths. And I, I've I've been noted. I don't know if nobody else has been paying attention. Over the past few weeks, Daniel Bryan is showing the same things he was showing uh, leading up to him beating AJ Styles, where it's just like he he wants to be champion so bad where he, he was willing to do other things. And he brought back the, the face stomps tonight. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Hasn't, hasn't done those since... Uh, since 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 before he faced the the fiend, so, uh, but uh, next feud obviously is going to be against Edge. Uh, I don't know. Do they insert Daniel Bryan into the match at Mania, or how are they going to do this? Absolutely, Daniel Bryan's going to be in the match at Mania. Uh, I agree with you on your grade. Uh, Roman Reigns said, "I would rather lose an arm." Than ever tap out, and I would rather die than ever tap out to you. And he tapped out. And we watched Roman Reigns tap out. No ref to call it. Daniel Bryan technically won that match. The special enforcer and Edge then- hits him with a chair as he's tapping out. So Daniel Bryan has a gripe. Mm-hmm. You will see Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Title at WrestleMania. I can. Almost guarantee it. I, I I was saying that after Elimination Chamber, I said they're gonna find a way to put Daniel Bryan in this match. So I just was waiting for them to confirm it, and this segment was the absolute best way to do it. But on a, on a more a more in depth note, uh, first off, I'm giving this match an A plus. But I haven't seen someone in the second act of their career. In this, the, the way their body of work has been, I haven't seen that, and TC will appreciate this, since Shawn Michaels. Here's what I mean. Shawn had the back injury, 98, comes back in 2002, and his storytelling, his promos, his, his in-ring style, the way he reworked it, was so just methodical, and it was just, it was so, it was better in a way. Daniel Bryan, from the time he came into WWE, we already knew he was one of the best wrestlers in the game. 
they weren't treating him that way, but we, he knew it by the way. He showed up every night, putting the work in, in his, his matches. He had to retire briefly, comes back, and you just saw just a, a switch turn. Like in 2000, 2018, when he had the, the heel turn, and you saw the depth of his character. And it's like, now, in this, this, and I think the pandemic era kind of really, really turned it on even more, because he was the only person that was enjoying no no fans in, in the crowd and just wrestling. He was generally enjoying that. And it's like he He probably got time. the best TV match of the performance center era versus AJ. Yeah. Yeah. E- easily. And it's like, and it's, I'm, I'm using DBZ reference, my bad. It's like he's been in the hyperbolic time chamber throughout that throughout the performance center days. It's like he's just been in there working his ass off. And now, again, like Sean, the in-ring style. It's, you know, he had to, he had to revise a little bit because, you know, concussion issues, but it's so methodical and in depth and he's just taking it to another level. His promos are even, even more impassioned than they were before. His storytelling has just been exceptional. This was just another example of that. So it's like, I mean, they, they might, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's going to win the title at WrestleMania. He absolutely is going to be in the match, but I would not be mad to see him win another a title before he's done. I know he's not going to be doing full-time much longer because he wants to switch to part-time. I don't think he's going to retire anytime soon, but we'll, we'll definitely be seeing less of him. But before that time comes, I'm all for seeing another title run from Daniel Bryan. I believe we are going to transition, whether it's for the title or not for the title, into Edge versus Daniel Bryan post-WrestleMania. Uh, easily. I think that's a guarantee at this point. Cause like I said, he, he's obviously he, he's on the he's on he, he's in transit as I put it. He's in transit to Hillville. But we're also yeah. kind of seeing that from Edge a little bit after the chair shots and him pulling his hair out and getting angry and and storming <laughs> out. We're seeing that rated R superstar come back a little bit too. So it'll be interesting to see how they go about it, who they turn and where the story goes. I, I'm sold. I'm interested. I was not happy about the triple threat match. I am more happy about it now than I was before Fastlane. This is going to be the most anticipated triple threat at WrestleMania since HBK, Triple H, and Redacted. Not not since John Cena, Triple H, and Randy Orton? Nah. Nah, that one... That, that honestly, match was so underwhelming. It, it was. Well, the, it was a good match, but it's like the way they were promoting it. It's like you expected it to be like. And and but what you are wrong, Reed, it is the most anticipated since Batista, Randy Orton, and Daniel Bryan. Well, it wasn't official yet, though. We knew it was that. That I mean, yeah, but we, we was it wasn't official yet. We knew it was that. We just we had they they gave us options. It it, was, and it was, it was going to be it was going to be a triple threat anyway. But we knew what was right. Happening. To be fair, though, that was only so anticipated because nobody wanted to see Batista go over or even in that match. So, yeah. Blue Tista. What happens when y'all don't listen? Hey, they, said, uh, they said they pulled Batista's name from the Hall of Fame list this year. I did hear that. Apparently, uh, they want to have Batista headline when there are fans. So, maybe next year, maybe in L.A. Um, so, who's going to... Uh, is the NWO headlining this year? Are we doing someone it's from a, 2021 it's class? Two class, so probably NWO and somebody we don't know of yet. 
in this upcoming class. But there's no, I mean, your first the first name they announced was Molly, if I remember correctly. Yep. She's, yeah, she's not yeah. a big headlining name. So yeah. usually they announce the big headliners first and then they, you know, round out the rest of the field. But yeah. yeah. I could dig it. We'll see. Uh fast lane, man. Uh what what do we think of the show overall? Uh and Matt, I, I do wanna know. Before I uh, look into setting my subscription up, how was the the Peacock experience? Peacock experience was good. Um, the stream was great. I've I've actually had issues in the past with WWE Network with a little bit of buffering and stuff like that. Um, I had no issues. Sometimes the uh, the video on WWE Network, the quality would go down for a little bit and come back up. It was crisp the entire time. It streamed the entire time. It's different. Uh, because you can actually click on the video it has like a start time and it'll put you in like a waiting screen until the video actually begins where it's like coming or up next or whatever and there's like a counter at the bottom so you can actually click on the pay-per-view and like kind of sit in a queue until the pay-per-view starts so that was Mm -hmm. weird Um, they don't necessarily have the same live viewing experience that you would have on the WWE Network where you can just put on what's on now and it'll just play shit and then load into the next thing I don't know if that's coming or not, but that's I, at least I hadn't figured out that functionality yet. But I need, uh, I need my live stream, Vince. Overall, it was good. They Make do have happen. a WWE channel that does play shit under their channels, but that did not load into from what I saw the pay per view when the pay per view kicked on. That was something separate. Um, nah, they need they need to get that situated, or or I'm looking at setting a VPN up. I'm actually gonna give this pay per view uh, a minus. I the last half of the pay-per-view was fantastic i loved everything about it i can't really downgrade much from the pre-show match uh because at least they put that bastard on the pre-show where he belonged um but no i mean the a plus alexa match the a uh universal title match the excitement that i have going into wrestlemania for matches that i wasn't really feeling excitement for um yeah i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it an a minus yeah, uh, I also actually got Peacock uh, this past week, and I was watching like at least the first couple minutes of it on, on there. It looked, to me, it looked clearer than network, honestly. Like I just I, I put it because I put it on my TV, so I just went back to network because for some reason I can't get Peacock on my TV. But um, yeah, smart no, TV. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they got it on the. You got Samsung. Yeah. Yeah, it's not on there. Yeah, which, which, which it took them forever to get the WWE network on Samsung TV exactly. too. So, yeah, but um, I'm just like, yo, they, I'm not, they, I'm not a fan of change. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm be taking this a little difficult me, over the next either. few months. I just, I, I went on there just kind of just look at it, you know, the day before, and it's like, you know, you can tell the catalog isn't complete yet, but from what what they got so far, I mean, it's 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 a good structure, you know, everything is. You got you got enough to get you invested and going. You know, obviously they're still working on it, and by the time you know Mania comes around, they're gonna have the full shift. So, I, I would say, listen, this is to get started right now. They're not doing bad, and, I heard, and like you said, with the streaming, it was definitely on point for the most part. So, I heard we will not get the full shift of network content until around SummerSlam. Oof. Oh. I mean that's not that's not terrible but there is there is a very large chunk of it on there it is nice they have their own 
WWE hub that you go to that is all just WWE stuff. So it's like going to the network in the Peacock app, kind of. So that is a plus. I will say that you don't have to like search specific shit. Like you go there and it's all there. You just have to kind of reacquaint yourself with that interface once you get into the WWE section of how they put everything out. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for the show though, uh, I'm definitely giving this an A. Honestly, I know we, we harp on constantly having these like stops in between Royal Rumble and Mania. If they want to just alternate between years, have Fast Lane one year, Elimination Chamber the next, I would be okay with that because this was a damn good show to be having in the middle of the Rumble and Mania. With so, three weeks before WrestleMania. Exactly. Like that, I, I was not mad at that at all. So if you would have had, like, you know, in, in February or early March, if you want to smack one of these pay per views in the middle, just one, not both of them, alternate between years, that works just fine. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Sure, man. Fast lane. Next up, WrestleMania. Two nights. We so we we we, we doing the we doing the the, the 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 two straight nights again, like like we did last year. I might we might have to, bro. This, this is gonna be a long, crazy week. Two nights of takeover, two nights of mania, the regular shows, like I, I said earlier today, like I'm gonna need a couple days off of work for this show. As well as other company shows that you know, I'll be watching too. So, yeah, I'm gonna be overwhelmed, but it's wrestling. I love wrestling. So, if I'm gonna be overwhelmed by anything, I prefer it to be wrestling. I took that whole week off, so I am off from. I have Good Friday off as per work holiday. Um, so from Good Friday through WrestleMania, I am completely off work. I told the wife I will be on baby duty all week because I do not want to hear a word about that baby during WrestleMania. I will take the baby the whole week. But once that show starts, both nights, that baby is all you. Baths, food, all of it. Don't don't mess with my WrestleMania. And it's the weekend after my birthday. So my birthday is April 5th. It's the weekend after. My birthday always falls around Mania Week. So I always take this time off anyway. And I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm getting – this pay-per-view got me more excited for what we are going to get. So let's do it. Thanks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks, man. Plug your socials, guys, talking with our guests. Uh, you're not a guest no more, man. You just like you know, you you you're a resident co-host. Yeah. I am a uh, unofficial young king for the pay-per-views, and I appreciate yes. that. You guys can find me on Twitter at Mabry. There's at B-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Also, please go check out Smackin' a Raw Pod on Twitter. Uh, we're trying to get those numbers up. Also, Creation World. It is the banner that the Smackin' Raw podcast exists under, and you guys can find that at creationworld.com. Facebook.com slash creation world, Twitter and Instagram at the creation world. That's T H E C R E A T I A world. Um, we also have a Facebook group, Facebook.com slash group slash smack and raw, where we do chats for pay per views, raw, SmackDown, NXT, AW every week. Very chill plays, not any drama whatsoever. And if there is, me and Travis run it, we just kick those motherfuckers out. So start shit, you're gone. That mute button strong. Yeah, I, I got to mute Travis on the last episode, <laughs> and that was the greatest feeling ever. Oh, man. That was we fun. have a new episode that just dropped yesterday, so please go check that out. If you guys don't know where to find us, all of those link trees, as well as the whatamaneuver.com link for those Black Lives Matter shirts can all be found on my Twitter. Again, at Matt Riv, that is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. And those link trees will take you to YouTube, all of our audio locations, and Pornhub, because we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Yes, sir. That's right. 
You uh, guys need to get Oni Lorkin to try to sponsor your show. That would be awesome. Yeah. So y'all can find me at Rick Havoc 24 on Instagram and Twitter. Also go check out the Havoc Hour pages up on Instagram. Free agency frenzy is going on right now. Uh, How about them Patriots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they doing some work. Uh, check Nothing the about check them Bears. <laughs> you don't care. You don't watch them. Uh, I stopped watching the Bears uh, after like the third year of Jay Cutler when I just I couldn't do it anymore. I stopped caring. So Jay Cutler. Oh yeah. Man. Why is nobody named Cutler decent? Like Steve Cutler, Jay Cutler, Brandon Cutler, all trash. I don't yep. know, man. I don't know something the DNA. I don't know. Uh, you can go check out our newest episodes uh, on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Everyone that you see here has been on the show before. So go check that out. Oh, speaking of, uh, Mr. Ritter, I actually, I actually have this question. Since, since, since we, we've, uh, we've already mentioned his name multiple times here, I just posed in this hypothetical. And this is what, this, you know, it came to my mind a couple of times. What if, just hypothetically speaking, you had an opportunity to interview on your show, Mr. Matt Riddle? Would no. you would you be open or not? What you wouldn't you so wouldn't do it? Here's the deal. If Matt Riddle was interested in doing an episode of the Smack and Raw podcast, that episode and that interview would be done by Vince Delgado and Travis Pointer because I am respectful and I cannot sit there through a full interview and give that man the respect that some may think he deserves. I'm not one of those guys that can sit back and not talk shit. So if that was something that was to happen, I would run it by Travis and Vince and I would let them do it. And I would sit out that interview. You wouldn't take Airpoint. no part in it at all. Damn. I wouldn't do the intro. None of it. Damn. See, I heard it here first. Matt, Matt Riddle. And Matt Ritter will never be in the same airspace. I, I can't be mad at it because I, I would do the same thing for some people that I don't like that strongly. Hashtag Ritter over Riddle. Uh, yeah. Uh, Got to plug us too. At YK Wrestling. Everywhere except Instagram because they suppose you want to follow us on Instagrams at YK Wrestling underscore. Uh, yeah, we got the Mania Madness coming up sometime this week. So be on the lookout for that one. It's going to be fun. And uh, tell us how you feel using uh, the hashtag YK Wrestling, hashtag YKW Pod, hashtag, hashtag YKW Mania Madness. Indeed. Yes, you will definitely a, be hearing from me. I have a feeling, Mr. Reek oh, Havoc. Yeah. 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 No yeah, spoilers. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have some strong opinions. I, I I have no doubt about that. I mean, I I I got a I got grilled for one of my choices too. So can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you're, you're you're an '80s baby, right? Uh, '87. Oh yeah, yeah. You definitely gonna have some strong opinions about this. <laughs> I mean, he's not that old, bro. No, no, no. But it's like. Because it's 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 a. He said it like eighty seven was so much longer before we was born. No, 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 no. Because it's just because you know, like he's he's seen more than us, so it's like, you know, a lot of those manias that we missed or were like too young for, he got to see. So it's like, 
Yeah. He, he's going to have some stronger opinions about this one. I, I already know. It's fun, man. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's all we got, man. Yes, sir. So, on behalf of my my host here, this has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. And uh, let's close it out with a little smooth sounds. T.C. Fontaine. Go on.